Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up? <laughs> Dr. Matcha Donna. Welcome to hour three of the Donna and Steve Extravaganza. Okay. They said they wanted us coming back from break with more energy. And rolling R's? <laughs> I don't know, man. Everybody experiences energy in a different way. I guess so. I'm going to tell you about a movie that I saw, and at first blush, you're going to dismiss it and be like, okay, Steve, save it for your talk with your kids. Okay. I watched the Chippendale reboot, excuse me, the Chippendale movie, I should say, on Disney Plus, straight to Disney Plus, and I have not looked up Rotten Tomatoes yet. I want to look it up during this segment to see what other people thought, but I wanted to come in with an unclouded perspective. If you are a child of the 80s or 90s, you will really, really enjoy the new Chippendale movie. Really? It is, frankly, it's to be enjoyed more by the children of the 80s and 90s than it is kids nowadays. Like, I think I li- everybody liked it who watched it in our family. I think I liked it the most. Because there, were, there was all of this nostalgia baked in. So it's a really cute concept that they do. Where they look back to Chippendale. Chippendale, the uh, the Disney cartoon, the Disney characters, Disney cartoon that was on. I remember afternoons when we would get home, Rescue Rangers. It was so fun. And they broke up. They Their show gets canceled. And now the story is about where they went after that. And essentially... They're, like, you will laugh out loud in this movie. I promise you. Really? Will Arnett... I didn't even know Will Arnett was in it. He's in it. Very funny. J.K. Simmons in it as a very funny character. Uh, but what it is is the story of Chippendale. They go their separate ways, almost like Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. They were so good together, and then they wanted to go out, try their own thing, realize we need each other. They come back together 30 years later. By this point, I forget if it was Chip or Dale, but one of them had gotten um, the CGI surgery. Almost think of it like plastic surgery or like gastric bypass. So they are now in full 3D computer animation, and the other one is still in old-timey Disney animation. Hmm. So which is just like a cute little thing that keeps you in both worlds at the same time. You will get Roger Rabbit vibes. Who framed, Ro- who framed Roger Rabbit. Okay, I like that. There are all sorts of references to all sorts of other cartoon characters and animated franchises from years gone by. And at the center of the, the, the plot is they're trying to find other cartoon characters who have been 
who have gone missing and are now being bootlegged, which means their movies, like you ever see a bootleg version of a movie and it's eh, close but no cigar, they're having, they're trying to find these people, these old cartoon characters who are getting kidnapped and then chopped up for parts, essentially, so to speak. (laughs) And then they are now being put out into the movie world in these weird bootleg, low-budget rip-offs. Like they're selling them for parts? Kind of. Okay. Like, like for instance, the guy, you know, there's an entity behind all these rip-offs, these, these bootleg movies. So, for instance, it's like the cover of Lady and the Tramp, but instead it's called Spaghetti Dogs, which is really funny. <laughs> and there's so many funny little things. Andy Samberg, he must have written this movie. I didn't look it up. I'm guessing he wrote this movie because... It's really Andy Samberg's style of comedy. John Mulaney is in it as well. They play Chip and Dale together. But it's Andy Samberg's comedy, when he when he wants to, it has a real sweetness to it. It's funny. It's, it's written for people of that era, 80s and 90s children, again. But it's funny and got this sweetness baked into it. I thought it was really, really enjoyable. Okay. I was, I, I think that everyone... Now, I need to see what people are actually saying. I know that you... I don't know if either of you will like it as much because of your age. Mm. Just a little... I don't know if you just felt like I mean, you were a little Chip bit Chip and Dale was a thing for people, like a boomer thing, too. I mean, right? Back in... The, I think so. Yeah. So I, Yeah, you're right. It sounds like my kid would be like, I don't get any of these references. This is dumb. But I think it sounds like I'd find it funny. You, you really would. And I immediately thought of my brother Scooty. I was like, oh, he needs to see this. And I think that this one is... If they were characters in the Disney world for a long time, this is really about the jumping off point is Chippendale Rescue Rangers the afternoon TV show and uh, and then what happened after that but oh I just thought it was so good I want to watch it again there were so many little moments where I was like oh that's funny oh see that's funny and then even stopping it a couple times and telling the kids like here's why that's extra funny let me explain looks like the writers uh, Dan Greger is one of them um, he is married to Rachel Bloom of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend he worked on that show and he did work on How I Met Your Mother and so did the other guy Doug Mand How I Met Your Mother so that's kind of they're they're hipster modern comedy guys yeah it's it's an hour and 30 minutes and it's again it's half live action half modern day animation half throwback animation and uh it is. It's just really good. I think that you'll like it. Okay. Thank you. Thank now, you. Now, did you watch an adult uh, movie or TV show? I, yeah, I was watching an NBA playoff game last night, and then I went and I got a drink, and then I came back in, and I was like, wait, what? Um, the documentary on Nexium just yeah. started? First of all, did you see Andrew Wiggins dunk on... Slam a jamma. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it that was, was the a hard dunk. dunk. Of the, it, it hurt us Minnesotans because we let him go, and it was just brutal. Yeah, it was a hard sorry, hammer. sorry, guys. Yeah, go ahead. We're okay. Anyway, uh, this was on a thing called Rich and Shameless, which I think is a docu-series on TNT, and it was all about Nexium and... Boy, yeah, some weirdos. Rolling around Nexium. And you have this heiress to the Seagram. Seagram's like Seagram's ginger ale and Seagram's uh, uh, whiskey and stuff like that. The Seagram's, there's a Seagram's heir who essentially comes in and befriends the 
the guy who was behind Nexium, this that cult. guy doesn't he remind you a little of David Rocco? David Koresh. <laughs> oh, yes. He's kind of got a Rocco vibe. Yes, oh, and Rocco has Koresh vibes now that you say it. Yes, Rajneesh. Clomp, clomp, my people, step up for me, clompers. <laughs> <laughs> and she then started bankrolling a lot of the things that he had going on to the tune where. He, uh, she, and her, her sister, both heirs, heiresses, I suppose, of the Seagram's uh, family estate. They gave him some sixty-five million dollars that he was like gambling away. He was trying like this stock, uh, this stock formula that was going to win, and then it lost, and it all sort of went up in smoke. And then he was branding people, and mm-hmm. there was a sex slave element to it mm-hmm. uh, that some people say that the his girlfriend. Uh, rich girlfriend did not know about, and she, so she, he's in jail for 120 years. She is, uh, she is not. They were not able to find her guilty of those charges. She's of the actress about. from um, what was the movie or no, the TV show? Not her. No, she oh, she right. she came up as a side later. Part of okay, this. Smallville yeah. is the is the show. That's right, and then. Catherine Oxenberg, um, her daughter India was also a part of this, and she was a she was a major player in trying to, you know, get this right uncovered for some of her efforts. Oxenberg, yeah, this would have. Well, I'm jealous of Steve because when I wanted to learn more about Nexium, I ended up watching an 11 hour HBO (laughs) documentary. Steve got out of it with just one hour on TNT. Good job, that's amazing. Yeah, no, we did the whole thing. (laughs) A whole thing. So, Thank congratulations you, to you. Yeah, now you at least now understand. Steve, as a cult leader, I know Lori yep. calls you the My Talk cult leader. Mm-hmm. I mean, how are you jealous of this guy, the next team guy? Well, I know one thing yes. is that before my next movement, and some people are already getting excited about Cleanse Day, which we're about to initiate in the month <laughs> of June instead of Wednesday, um, I need to start looking more like Rocco because Rocco, you line up the Nexium guy. Rocco and David Koresh in a police lineup. You wouldn't be able to identify one from the other. <laughs> and this guy, Keith Ranieri. Yes. yes. Ranieri, he grew yes. his hair out. He's got glasses and a beard with little gray flecks in it. Yep. Yeah. He Don't was. Talk about the flecks. <laughs> I was like, you looked a little too hard. That's Boy, yeah, what that's whole story is bizarre. Yeah, wowzers. We, we gotta talk go. about the branding and the whatnot. Yeah, they okay, talked about the branding. Yeah. Something else. We gotta go. Right. We're gonna come back though with a study. Like things young people are sick of hearing from old people. Right. We've got that on the way. And how long it takes to become best friends. Steve's got that coming up next on my talk one oh seven one. Oh hello. Welcome back to the show. The Donna and Steve experience, that is, on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Steve has a fun study on best friendships. Yeah. I can't wait to hear that. So I'll just kick it. Studies have shown that med- studies have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Well, I I guess I have good news for us guys. Okay. Our budding best friendship. Okay. I think we we hit the we cleared the hurdle a long time ago. Oh wow, really? They say it takes 10,000 hours to become an expert at something. Jeez. Far less to become best friends with someone. Did they really say it takes 10,000 hours? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's the old, that's the old saying. I don't think In order I've to become an expert at anything. Yeah, wasn't that the tipping point guy, or was that something different? It could have been tipping point guy. That's why you're my best friend, Rocco. It's, 
Yeah, you got to put in time. Donna, you're, that makes you an expert at radio. Thank you. <sighs> 219 hours is all it takes to become best friends with somebody. Oh my gosh, we hit that a long time ago. You're right. 94 hours to become casual friends. I'd say less than that. 94 hours. Imagine if it's a person you don't work with. How in the heck are you going to put in 94 hours of time before Phone. you say, are we casual friends? Phone? Phone. What is it? Would you meet them on a friend site? Are there friend sites? Like Friendster so. or something? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, like, like, like people who are new in town. Yeah. Yeah. That's I interesting. So. Like a dating site, but just for friends. Yeah. And not creepy. Hmm. Rock I'm out. Okay. <laughs> DJ Rock Dumpster. Oh, the New York Times did a story about friendships and, and how many people you really need in your life. And that the stat near the end um, is, is the one that seems to be getting a headline today, which is if you want to be best friends, you need to commit. Look at that other person and say, well, you commit 219 hours with me so that we can become best friends. That's lovely, Steve. Thank you, Donna. Who's your best friend? You're my best friend. Nah. You're my buddy, boo. Ah, ha, ha, ha. I'm study. And here it comes. The study has to do with things that people, young people are sick of old people saying out loud. There's a thread online and young people are talking about, you know, these things. Here are some of the good ones. Don't believe everything you see on the internet. Young adults now say they're having to remind their parents about this over and over again. (laughs) Kids just don't play outside anymore. That's bullcrap. I don't see a lot of kids playing outside. I do in in front of my house, the littles. Okay. But you don't see a lot of like 14-year-olds. That's probably because you're not 12-year-olds. Maybe. Maybe. You know? That could be. Yeah, come swing by our neighborhood someday. Okay. It's bedlam. Kids don't know how to fix anything unless it's technology. Yeah, that's right. Kids need to start saving if they ever want to buy a house. And it's good to save money. Yeah, it sure is, Steve. A little earlier, you know. I think this one is a little true. Kids are just too sensitive nowadays. Go ahead, say more about it. I just, I feel like we're teaching kids to be mushy instead of how to be resilient. Mm. That's just my observation. And and I'm speaking very general terms, of course. Yeah, but that's an interesting take, though. And and two things can be true at the same time. You can still be emotionally in touch and have emotional intelligence and also be... Have a tough mindset and a resiliency. That's a good word, Donna. Resilient. There's a book for kids. I never read it, but I thought I should. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. 
To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I could have read this when I was a kid. It's for, I think, high school age kids. The book is titled, I believe, Do Hard Things. Huh. It's just called Do Hard Things? Mm Mm-hmm. Which I I just like that concept of, like, don't always look for the easy way. Like, do some hard things. Hard things, doing hard things, seeking them out, teaches you some stuff. Yeah, I think so. I think instead of teaching them, like, here's something that I noticed, like, 10, 15 years ago. When we'd have interns at the radio station, you're earning credit to be Mm -hmm. there, right? Right. They think because, I shouldn't say they, there were a few who would just not show up for for work. And we'd be like, where is Susie? And Susie would be nowhere to be found. And then you'd call her and she'd be like, oh, yeah, it's snowing out. I'm like, okay. And like that type of thing, like not being... I don't know. Like, oh, my anxiety today. I can't come to work. Mm. Guess what? That's life. Life is anxiety. I get that there are serious. I I just feel like that word's being thrown around a lot in Mm. very generically. Sure. Which takes away from people who actually have a disorder. Right. I think there's a lot of that. That's all. That's just my observation. That's, uh, yeah, I, I like that. It's an interesting conversation. Yeah. Tab, I'd like to talk yeah. more about it. I would too. We don't have any more time. We got to go. By the way. Uh, yes. Um, we did get an email. This just in. I did see this. So thank you very much, Becca. Kate Moss will be testifying for Johnny Depp on Wednesday. Oh. So, you know, we'll have we'll have that to talk about on Thursday for sure. We've got money to talk about after the Woo! break. It's a money Monday. Have you wanted to go to Europe but it felt too expensive? Why now could be a great time. Talk is fun. I know you like this. We're back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Mm-hmm. It's Monday. It is 1130. Yeah, come on now, let's talk some money. 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 Oh, good. Let's talk about money. Money Monday. There are more things in the world to buy. It's Donna and Steve. Than most people have money for. So, so money Monday. Choices have to be made. But mostly it's Steve. Hi everyone. Hello. It's me, Steve Patterson from Twin Cities Live. Thank you. I like money. I like the study of money. I like the study of personal finance. I'm intrigued by the stock market. I'm intrigued by cryptocurrency. Ever heard of it? I just uh, about 30 minutes ago bought $100 worth of something called Sushi Swap. That is true. Hey. And uh, it doesn't sound like something I'd want to be swapping with my neighbor, but okay. I'm swapping sushi. All right. I don't know what it's going to do. But we hope that it's going to make us uh, some money. I am here. I'm experimenting in the world of cryptocurrency for everybody so that I can watch it. But it feels like it's at a, you know, hashtag buy the dip. Have you been seeing this? 
Have you seen this? Are we seeing this? Buy the dip. Hmm. Stock market is down. Cryptocurrency is down. Maybe it's a good time to buy. I don't know. Maybe it's a good time to fly all the way to Europe. Europe. (laughs) I got this from the Morning Brew, the daily morning newsletter that I read that Donna unsubscribed from. Remember, we were being buddies for a little. It was real annoying getting those all the time. Here's how it reads. There is a, uh, thanks to a surging U.S. dollar and a faltering euro, many analysts expect that the two currencies could reach parity this year, meaning one dollar would fetch you exactly one euro. Apparently, this would be a historic moment for the global economy. The two currencies haven't reached a one-to-one exchange rate since 2002. Hmm. That was just three years after the euro was introduced in an effort to bring stability to Europe. In the past two decades, there have been a few close calls, the Morning Brew writes, but a tumultuous macro environment has traders betting that 2022 will be the year that these two currencies finally cross paths again. The euro closed on Friday at about $1.05 against the dollar. That's just 5% above the equal value with the, uh, with the United States currency. So what are the implications for all of this, for this stronger dollar? For one, they say fire up Google Flights and book that trip to Paris you've been putting off. A weaker euro means a less expensive trip. Okay, okay. I've never totally understood that stuff, but uh, it would make for a less expensive trip to Europe from for Americans, rather. In fact, with soaring inflation, many activities in Europe are cheaper now than they were in 2019. Here's what Bloomberg points out. Visiting the Acropolis in Athens costs $21 now, compared to $22.60 in 2019. Or how about this? A gondola ride in Venice costs $84 now, compared to $90 in 2019. Three years have passed. Usually that price would have gone up by about 10 bucks. Instead, it's gone down 6 Now, they say that the consequences of a stronger dollar do go beyond cheaper European delights. They say it could make inflation even worse in other countries with weaker currencies because all the world's major commodities are priced in dollars. It could also dent sales for U.S. manufacturers selling in other countries since their products become more expensive for foreigners. They say the bottom line. This isn't just a dollar better than the euro story. It's a dollar related to everybody story. The dollar has gained more than 13% versus a basket of the world's major currencies over the past year. So we're hearing a lot about inflation. We're hearing a lot about uh, interest rates and all that kind of stuff. And what can we do? This is the first little bit of good news that I've read in the world of like kind of global finance recently where it says, hey, the euro's going down. The dollar is strong. And so that means that the trip to Europe Europe is a little bit more affordable than it used to be. Hmm. Which you very rarely see that. It's usually just one incline over time, right? It just keeps going up and up and up and up and up and up. Yeah. But okay, it's good news. Thank you, Steve. A little bit. That's fantastic. Thank you, Donna. You bet. Anybody want to get in on Sushi Swap? Uh, sure. Dot com. I've already been there. Ew. Rocco. Don't do that at work. <laughs> <sighs> Is this the, the dating site that lobsters go <laughs> yeah, to? That's, that's right. Oh, man. Sushi shit. Swap. Uh, tell me about Sushi Swap. Uh, I have no idea about it. I just saw that it was uh, had some movement, and then I looked at it. It is a cryptocurrency of some sort. And uh, I will say this. 
No, I'm gonna make. Um, watch. I'm gonna. I'm gonna read to you from Coinbase. When you Coinbase, Donna is like Scott Trade or E Trade or Robinhood. Okay, it's a site where you can buy stocks, specifically cryptocurrencies. So when you go to uh, to buy one, it will give you a little description of the thing that you are buying. Since it's all so weird, it just seems like. Kind of crazy. So, it'll give you a little paragraph that tries to explain what it is. So, I will read it to you now, and you tell me if you understand any of this. SushiSwap is a decentralized exchange built on the Ethereum network. Originally forked from Uniswap, SushiSwap leverages smart contracts in order to provide liquidity pools that allow users to directly trade crypto assets with no intermediary. I don't understand any of that, but now I'll go to the next part. How it works. You can use SushiSwap to trade one cryptocurrency for another directly. It cannot be used to trade fiat for crypto or vice versa. It uses the automated market maker model pioneered by Uniswap. Huh. It gives you a little description. The only problem is none of it makes sense. Here's why I did it, guys, because I looked at it and I said, oh, the price has gone up a little bit today. Okay, it was moving and shaking. In the last week, it's gone up. In the last month, it's gone down. It was $3.56 a month ago. It's now $1.66. In the last year, it was as high as, goodness, $20, right around there, $16 at one point. And now I got it for a buck fifty, pretty much. Hmm. I'm just playing the game here of maybe things are bottoming out, and in a year, things will be a lot higher. I'm buying the dip. What? I can't buy the dip anymore? Buy the dip, Steve. Just buy the dip. <laughs> I'm going to hire someone to do this stuff for me. That's a good choice. Yeah. I I'm, I don't know how you how you handle all this. Just I've only dedicated a little bit of money to it. Just just to sort of learn about it. All right. And I don't think it's all going to go away. I don't think all of it's going to bottom out. Have you heard of the uh, Biffle movement? B I F L. Biffle. No. Buy it for life. Okay. Uh, the idea being, buy better things that last you a really long time. Like a jacket. A couch. A, a couch. Mm-hmm. A house. Let's stay smaller. All right. Um, they say to like, like, if you're looking for a jacket, instead of just getting a jacket and then another one in three years because the one that you got, it's sort of about fewer better things. Right, that approach of buy nicer stuff, but we all feel cheap when it comes time to buying anything. We get tight. We're like, I don't know. I don't know. There's another coat. This could do fine. They're saying, no, look at like Craftsman, L.O. Bean, Eddie Bauer, Osprey, Duluth Trading Company. Look for modular items when you're buying an item for life. For instance, they say, uh, like get a really expensive modular coffee maker. Modular meaning it'll come in pieces. So if you ever need to replace something, you could just replace that one piece as opposed to, oh, my name brand coffee maker lasted for like three years and then it crapped out and then we had to get a new one. They're saying, no, buy it for life. Life. Modular. <laughs> if you go to a garage sale and you're buying a couch, buy it for buy lice. It for lice. <laughs> They'll sometimes even label it. Oh, man, Comes with funny. lice. Has lice. Comes with life. Free lice with every couch. Ask us about our tech program. <laughs> That's great. See, now you got these trees that are giving you ticks. 
bring up the trees in a mean way like that. Oh, speaking of which, Rocco, good time to ask you real quick. No. Have you completed the intro for Tree Talk? Oh, once again. Can't you just do it today? Sure. Let's do it. All right. You need anything from me? No, I'll I'll try to think of a song that, you know, maybe a good tree word would fit in. You'd probably do a Willie Nelson song. How about that one, they they paved the whatever and put in a parking lot? Uh, No. Paradise. Yeah, no, that's that's the opposite. No. Oh, fine. How about a John Denver song? Okay, I like that. Rocky Mountain High. You fill up my senses. Yeah. Sunshine on my shoulders makes me happy. Wow. A I voice can't of a bird. No wonder he talks about trees. Good for a tree song. I would just like well, there's tree songs. Trees. There's. Oh, do, is it? Do we do it by tree songs? Because that's close to tree songs. I don't know. I'm spitballing here. How about Willow by Taylor Swift? Mm. Yeah, You know I like... Steve I do like Willow, willow trees. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yes, I love it. I could do the Taylor Swift part if you need me. Thank you. A song think... with tree in the title. I know. Yeah, like tie What about Lemon Tree? Ribbon lemon rally. Tree, very pretty. Stevens Trees. I don't know. Apple Blossom by the White Stripes. Money Don't Grow on Trees by Prince. Birch by Big Red Machine. Feed the Tree. Coconut like Tree, Joshua Tree. Ooh, Under Heart My Tree, Oak. Shake My Tree. Hunger of the Pine. Oh. Old pine. The house at the top of the tree. Old pop in an oak. You guys are learning my secrets to finding uh, themed trivia. You just Google Google it. Yeah. (laughs) What about the cherry tree by Sting? Ooh. Weeping Willow by The Verve. Tree of Life by Funeral Suits. (laughs) (laughs) These are all like Rocco type. Artist. Yeah. Oh, the Dreaming Tree by the Dave Matthews Band. Sounds like Rocco's got a real mashup. I would just be nice if by tomorrow. Okay, fine. Let's do it. By the way, one of my river birds that I planted has not yet shown any leaves yet. I'm a little nervous about that. I've been watering it correctly, but I'm just waiting and watching and choosing to be patient. I'm going to go buy some fertilizer today thank you oh what kind are you getting i'm gonna get the kind you say to get which what are you trying to I'm do i'm gonna do both one for flowers one for leaves high nitrogen high first number for the uh, for the leaves yes phosphorus and a high phosphorus middle number uh for the flowers and the Not third tr- number relates to potash and nobody knows what that is all right i'll let you know how it goes when we come back though it's the final stretch of the Donna and Steve extravaganza. What is the TikTok hanger challenge? Can we get to the bottom of this? We'll find out coming up next. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson and producer DJ. Clump. Uh guys, there's a new TikTok challenge. All right. Are we another doing day, it? another challenge. I think we should okay. for sure bring in two coat hangers tomorrow or one. All right. So apparently the latest trend is the hanger reflex. It's this mystifying challenge that involves like stretching out a wire coat hanger so that it fits over your head. Once it's in place, Okay, so you stretch it out, and then the hooky part goes to pick a side of your head, your left side, okay? Okay. And apparently, once in place, 
you find your head moving completely involuntarily, either to the left or the right. And there are a few of the a few people you can check out in that link that I sent to you, but I don't really understand. It appears to be real. The movement, I guess, happens as a result of the hanger ap- applying pressure to the unilateral. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Frontotemporal region of the brain. Well, when you put it that way. <laughs> in 85.4% of the trials, head rotation was observed in the direction that coincided with the side compressed by the hanger. And and it is a full, it's not a slight turn. There's a girl who puts the hanger on, hook side is on her one ear, and then it just tur- totally turns. Like someone just came in beside you and you turn fully. Crazy, right? That is pretty weird. Uh, what's the other thing? Isn't there a, there's another thing where, oh gosh, it's like with your hands or something like that. My kids have taught me this, where your hands naturally start coming together. I forget oh, what yeah, it I is, but that. it's that kind of thing, you know, where you're like, oh, just try this and then watch. It'll just naturally start to happen. It's very strange. They So I guess some researchers in Japan speculate that the hanger reflex could eventually be used as a means of treating patients who suffer from um, cervical dystonia, which okay. is a painful condition that causes the muscles in the neck to contract involuntarily. So, oh. I mean... Try this, Donna. Okay. Put your... Uh, Let's see. Make an L with your hands. So, like you're making a gun, okay? Thumb up, index out. Now put both of those hands in front of each other. And now look at your fingers. Wait, hold on. See like I'm doing here? Now look at your fingers. See, they'll just naturally touch. What do you mean? Did you... I think that's one that my kids taught me that your your fingers will just naturally start to move in toward each other. They are. They're they're slowly. Yeah, yeah. You're not doing that. See, and then you just had to widen it out again. See, neat. Isn't that cool? Science, yeah. Rocco. Even though you don't believe no. in it. Hey, Rocco, will you go get a coat hanger? No. It come looks on. like you're wearing one. Rocco, come on. There'd be one right on the exit to the bathroom, and we can explain. What are you talking about? Why would there be a coat hanger in the bathroom? It's not in the bathroom. There's a big like armoire. Next to the door that you take to go to the... Isn't there a coat I hanger in there? I have no idea what you're talking about. Rocco, I've worked here so for like difficult. 15 years. <laughs> really... Steve's really going for it, though. Steve's going for it. Steve's going to look for a coat hanger and see if we can do this. I'm surprised Hannah hasn't come in here. Millennial Hannah. It's weird. Uh, speaking of TikTok challenges, I went and saw a band Friday night, Mountain Goats. Oh, yeah. I love and, them. Uh, you one. do not. Right. And the weird thing is, um, I've liked them for a handful of years, and um, I was assuming the whole crowd would be old people like me, but there was a ton of young people there because their song was used in, in like a TikTok challenge. Oh, really? 
And so the whole place was filled with youngsters that waited and waited for that one song. And they closed with it, and they went wild. That's crazy. Is that plastic? You can't do it with plastic. No, this is metal. Is it wire? Listen. Great story, Rocco. Yeah, good. Well, Steve was gone. I needed to fill that space. I don't know if this is going to work. That looks plastic. Wow, that's a heavy-duty coat hanger. It's supposed to be a wire hanger. He's going to turn it. Oh, Steve, you're going to poke your eye out. Steve is... Okay. He's not moving. No, it has to be the wire one. Or it's you pink. know, you know. Now that we're talking about this, I wonder if there's some phenomenon that has to do with ghost hunting because oftentimes they use a hanger. Okay. In ghost hunting, we're going to have to talk to Dawn about this. Oh, I wonder if it's a, it a magnetic sort of a thing. Uh, it yeah. is. I think it is. Okay. Well, this is fascinating. Everybody, try it at home. Post your videos. No, I feel like an idiot, though. My head didn't turn, and I just sat here looking like a dum-dum. That's okay. We're used to that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, I have good news for everybody. Oh, really? We have listener rewards in the month of Woo! May, and May is only going to be around for another week, so you might want to get down on it. You can get tickets to see comedian Liza Schlesinger at Mystic Showroom. You could also get a set of AirPods plus gift cards to Dunn Brothers Coffee or Ever Eve. These prizes and more are up for grabs in our listener rewards, which you can find on our app or at mytalk1071.com. Thank you, Steve. You're welcome, Donna. Guys, there's a lot of great events coming up. Tell us one. We've got Cat um, Cat Video Festival is coming up. We've got the Pride Parade is going to be coming up. We've got something special that we can't talk about coming up. Mm-hmm. What? Don't worry about Do it. Do I know about that? Yes, you should if you check your email. Sometimes. <laughs> Give me a hint. I should talk. No, it's got something to do with, uh, don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, you we called me this morning just to get it. I don't know, it. it has to do with uh, celebration. Celebrating our listeners, okay? Don't worry Celebrating about it. Celebrating us. Celebrating Rocco. Us. Rocco, Have stop. I said too much? You're being very narcissistic yeah, lately. honestly, we're going to have to declaw you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow we want you to bring in one of your little tiny clompers. Remember, folks, get your lobsters declawed. <laughs> oh, oh can you God. see him? He becomes the Bob Barker. He's hosting a show. He look, you know what? I mean, he would fit in on Let's Make a Deal, where you have to dress up in a crazy costume, yeah. and you know, it's just a bunch of it's a collection of weirdness. Yeah, yep. That's yeah. you, Rocco. Thank you. What's your wife think? Does she see this as the deterioration? Of you, it when he comes weird. into bed wearing his lobster jammies, <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. The um, when I was recognized this weekend, I was at the Art of World in Northeast, and my wife was there. And I think the wo- I think the woman's name was Chris. She's like, "Oh, right, right, go clomp clomp," and then she looked at my wife and said, "Sorry." Like, <laughs> I'm sorry I'm talking to your husband. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, we'll so see. funny. He asked her if she wants to dance, and it's just the song, Kiss the Girl from Little Mermaid, <laughs> Sebastian the Crab singing it. Adorable. By the way, um, how about the song Fake Plastic Trees by Radiohead? Oh, that's a good song. We could work that one in. And by the way, our boss poked her head in here, and she was like, hey, great lawn talk. <laughs> well, I'm I like, saw, no. What me for? no. She's just getting under your skin. I saw her at 9.30, and Rocco, we started the show Guns A-Blazin' with Hose Talk. Because there are no good hoses. At least that was the the problem that we started with. It took off from there. We did a lot of hose talk in and out for the first 30 minutes, and I saw Amy Daniels in the hall, and I said, hey, could you do me a favor? Could you not 
listen to the first half hour. <laughs> and then Brooke just starts saying, you mean where you guys are talking about hoses and Donna's lawnmower? I got high. Brooke's crazy, everybody. Don't listen to her. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, the problem was because you got all that talk out of the way in the hour one, you had to carry over your Johnny Depp, Amber Heard into hour two where I had to be part of it. Mm-hmm. Good thing I had something else to do. Excuse me. who was, I didn't talk about Johnny it Depp today. It came up, yes. Yeah, it did. All I said was we got an email saying that Kate Moss, we're, we gotta go. All rise. The honorable <laughs> juror number 12. <laughs> I'll tell you what happens today because I'll go home and watch. It's the last week, they say, the final week. Woo! I don't know how they know that, but final week, I, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. All um, right, everybody. We love you all. Clomp, clomp. Yeah, keep on clomping. Have a great day. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next.